you got your Bible, Jeremiah, the 30th chapter. And I, I need the Lord to help me. I need the church to help me. I need you to help me pray while I'm preaching that, the, that God would confirm his word. And then several days ago, maybe Saturday, uh, the Lord spoke a, a word to me. I knew it wasn't for Sunday, and so he dealt with me about it again. And uh, Monday, it came to me again. Tuesday, I was uh, praying, and then Brother Geed and I went to the prison uh, Tuesday night, and one man got the Holy Ghost. And, and uh, so I was, so I got a lot of things going on in my mind. I didn't write it down. I was praying, God, what was that thing you told me? So on the way home, the Lord quickened it to my mind, and so I, amen. So I wrote it down. I got, told my wife about it. This is what I'm going to preach. She said, oh, honey, that's going to be good. <laughs> amen. So I don't know. I, I know one person that's going to think it's good. Amen. Praise God. Jeremiah 30 and 10. Just bear with me. I need somebody to bear with me. Therefore fear thou not, O my servant Jacob, saith the Lord. Neither be dismayed, O Israel, for lo, I will save thee from afar. And thy seed from the land of their captivity. And Jacob shall return and shall be in rest and be quiet. And none shall make him afraid, for I am with thee, saith the Lord, to save thee. Though I make a full end of all the nations whither I have scattered thee, yet will I not make a full end of thee. But I will correct thee in measure, and will not leave thee altogether unpunished. For thus saith the Lord... Thy bruise is incurable, and thy wound is grievous. There is none to plead thy cause, that thou mayest be bound up. Thou hast no healing medicines. All thy lovers, talking about your allies, your friends, they've forgotten thee. They seek thee not. For I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy, with the chastisement of a cruel one, for the multitude of thine iniquity. Because thy sins were increased. Why criest thou for thy affliction? Thy sorrow is incurable for the multitude of thine iniquity. Because thy sins were increased, I have done these things unto thee. But thank God that his mercy always shows up. Thank God judgment is not forever here. Thank God his anger don't always last. Because then he begins to say, Therefore, all they that devour thee shall be devoured. Listen to who he's talking to. He's talking to somebody that said, 
your bruise is incurable and your wound is grievous. But then he says, and all thine adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity. And they that spoil thee shall be a spoil. And all that prey upon thee will I give for a prey. For I will restore health unto thee. And I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. The 17th verse, one more time. For I will restore health unto thee. And I will heal thee of thy, everybody say, wounds. I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. And I want to preach from this title, thought that the Lord gave me. Amen. And I, once again, I need your help so bad. But help me preach tonight, Jesus Christ, the wound specialist. Jesus Christ, the wound specialist. Come on, I want everybody in this building to lift your hands and your voices right now to God. Come on, in the name of Jesus, what you put into this service right now to be determined whether you carry your wounds away or God begins to heal. Come on, I need some prayer warriors to begin to cry. Come on, join up with somebody next to you right now. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost so powerfully. I feel the healer so powerfully in this house. God, confirm. Confirm. Come on, hold on for another minute, church. Come on, we need to set the atmosphere for the specialist to walk into the room. Anoint your word tonight, God. Open the ears to hear your word. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. And I want to tell you what Jesus Christ is. He's the wound specialist. There's many kinds of wounds, but let me tell you what a wound is. It's an injury. Everybody say it's an injury. It's an injury to the body that typically involves a laceration or the breaking of a membrane such as a skin. And it usually damages the underlying tissues. And that's what a wound is. We know there are wounds in the body. And we know there are wounds in the body of Christ. Amen. Praise God, it might get quiet before it gets loud. 
There's many kinds of wounds. Some wounds are caused by other people. Some wounds are self-inflicted. Some wounds are accidental. Some wounds are caused on purpose. Some wounds come from violence. Some wounds come from losses of loved ones. Some wounds come from past relationships. Some wounds come from past addictions. Some wounds come from past mistakes that we have made. Some wounds come from surgery where somebody was trying to help you, but they did more harm than they did good. Telling you there's all kinds of wounds that people are walking around with. Some wounds that can heal themselves, but there are others that will not heal themselves on their own. These wounds that will not heal themselves require what is called a wound specialist. Man, a wound specialist does more than put a Band-Aid on a big wound. But his life and his education and his desire is that he could heal up what is ailing upon you. Amen. Some people try to hide their wounds, especially the ones that don't heal. They'll talk about the ones that healed by themselves. But they get awful silent when it comes down to the wound that never has healed yet. They get quiet when you begin to talk about the wound that's still open after many years of trying to get it to close up. Hey, I want this church to have a healing of the physical and of the spiritual. I want us to experience healing from the inside out. I want us healed in our minds. I want our hearts healed. I want our attitudes healed. I want our relationships healed. I want the church to be healed. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. problem with letting an open wound go unhealed is that there's a great danger. There's something that's called an infection. A wound that is left open and unhealed will more than likely develop an infection. And a wound that could have been healed if it's not healed, we begin to infect the whole body. We are the body of Christ. 
When one hurts, we all hurt. Let me tell you, it is your responsibility. It is to your advantage that if there is a wound in the body of Christ, that you not try to open it up, but you... But you pray to God, God, let it be healed. Because uh, if it ain't healed, honey, uh, it won't be very long till it starts infecting uh, your family. Uh, and Come on, you may not like this, but we're going to have fun. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, infection. From a wound can very quickly go septic. A lot of people die of this, your body fighting this crazy reaction of an infection that was caused by a wound that was neglected. Boy, I feel like preaching right now. Let me tell you, it don't do you any good to neglect a wound. It don't do us any good to ignore a wound. Amen. As the body, as the body of Christ, you got to understand we are all connected to one another. Lift your hands to the Lord right now. Come on, help me pray right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, help me pray. Come on, help me pray earnestly right now. When you get a wound... The reason why you are wounded becomes irrelevant. Once you get a wound, don't spend your time thinking about how I became wounded. The priority needs to shift from why I got wounded to how I'm going to be healed. Hey, I'm going to preach to you. When a bank robber gets shot by a cop and they haul him into the hospital, they don't interrogate him right then. When they're laying on the operating table, they don't interrogate him. You low-life scoundrel, they're working on the wound. There's things that can be worked out later, uh, but if the wound don't get fixed right now... Uh, the body could die. If, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. 
You got to get your mind off why I'm wounded, uh, why I'm hurt, uh, and focus on I got to be healed. Uh, I've got to be healed in Jesus' name. Come on, church, lift both hands to the Lord. Come on, we need the Holy Ghost to touch every life in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The text in Jeremiah, the 30th chapter, the Lord begins to talk to them, and I want you to understand as I begin to read the scriptures, the reason that the people of Israel were wounded because they were bruised, it was because sin was in their life. And there's some people in this building, you've got bruises and wounds because of sin. And there's other people in this room that you got wounds since you were a baby. Boy, I feel Jesus helping me right now. There's other people walking around with wounds that you didn't do anything to get the wound. You just got it. And I'm going to preach to you there's a God in heaven that's a specialist. The greatest day I couldn't imagine in this church would be the day that every wound heals up. You're talking about revival. You're talking about running the aisles. You're talking about shouting and dancing and shaking the tambourine when everybody in the church is healed from their wounds. begins to talk to Israel. He said, for I am with thee, saith the Lord, to save thee. And though I make a full end of all nations, whither I have scattered thee, yet will I not make a full end of thee. Man, what he was talking about, when Israel had sinned, and they went into captivity, and they got in trouble with God, and God's saying, you're getting a whipping. Amen. But I ain't going to completely destroy you. But the ones that put their hand on you, I am going to destroy them. Let me tell you something, church. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. You got to be careful who you put your hands on. You got to be careful who you raise your mouth up against, sir. Because when you put your hand on God's anointed, uh, come on, I'm preaching to the church. I said, I'm preaching to the church. You better be careful. Uh, you better be careful. Uh, you don't put your hand on the wrong thing. God help us. God helps us when we ain't even right sometimes. I was talking to Brother Geet about this, my old neighbor that wouldn't let me run a water line. I was trying to sell my house in North Little Rock. 
So I could move down here and this man was as mean as they come. And I know him, his brother worked at the post office with us. Just, just mean people. So anyway, I needed the water line to go in front of his house. And so I, I'd asked him a few times. He said no. So I'd, I'd try the rough approach sometimes. Sweet approach sometimes. He was the same. It didn't matter. He said, you ain't, you ain't done it. So I went home and prayed. I said, God, this man is trying to stop me from moving to hot springs. I think it was three days later he was getting a knee surgery. And he never got up off the operating table and he died. I ran my water line. But you know what I did? It grieved my spirit though. I said, God, I should have prayed a different way. You know what? You ought to pray mercy on people that. You, you, you don't know how much power is in the, in the tongue of an anointed child of God. You be careful praying God get them. Well, just giving you a little word, word of wisdom. Be careful how you pray. You got power you don't even know you got. So God begins to talk to him. He said, I, I'm not going to make a full end of thee or I'm not going to wipe you out. But he said, I will correct thee in measure. Amen. Ain't God good? Ain't God wonderful? He said, I, I, I'm, I'm going to correct you. But it's going to be in a measure. Praise God. He said, I'm not going to leave thee altogether unpunished. But for thus saith the Lord. He's looking at them where they're at. The condition that they're in. The mess that they're in. And he says, thy bruise is incurable. My Lord, when God tells you your situation is incurable, I'm going to make you mess up your prayer meeting right there. He said, thy wound is grievous. There's none to plead thy cause that thou mayest be bound up. He said, thou hast no healing medicines. All your friends, all your allies, all your love have forgotten thee. They seek thee not. Why did this happen? God said, for I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy. With the chastisement of a cruel one. Why did you do this, God? For the multitude of thine iniquity, because thy sins were increased. Judah, he said, You're in trouble today because you can't quit sinning. You're bruised today because you can't quit sinning. He said, I'm going to correct you in measure. And thank God for the mercy of God. And he says these four things about it. 
Your bruise is incurable. Everybody say incurable. Your wound is grievous. Everybody say it's grievous. Your allies have left you. Say they've left me. And you have no healing medicine. You've got a bruise that's incurable. You've got a severe wound. You have no friends. And you ain't got a medicine in the world that'll fix it. You have no way to fix the problem. Let me tell you something, church. When the normal channels of help don't heal you, when the normal channels don't work for you, I feel so much Holy Ghost bagging me up right now. And everybody around you can look at you and say, you're incurable. You know what you need? You need a specialist. When it's a hopeless case, you don't need a counselor. You need a specialist. When you're in addiction and you can't break the chains, you don't need somebody to pat you on the back. You need a specialist. Come on, somebody help me pray right now. We're fixing to make a liar out of the devil in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Get to the 16th verse. The specialist walks in the room. Hallelujah. He's already looked at your chart. Your primary care physician already told him about your wound. And he's been walking up and down the hallway about to walk into the room of an incurable patient. Somebody with a wound so deep that they've tried everything they know to do and they can't get out of it. They've gone through friends they're like the woman who had the issue of blood. She had spent everything. She had tried everything. She had spent everything. What did everybody think about that woman? She is incurable. But the specialist 
begins to walk in the room and he begins to speak. He's looking at somebody that's hopeless. Somebody that's beat down. Somebody that's got a facade up. Like I got it all together. But the specialist has already read the chart. He knows where the hurt is. He knows where the pain is. And he begins to say things that don't make sense to somebody who has no hope. He says, therefore, all they that devour thee shall be devoured. Say it again, God. It's a Gideon type experience when he's hiding behind the wine press. And the angel comes up and looks at this man who's scared of everything. Says, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. Specialist walks into the room. Says, everything that devoured you is going to get devoured now. Sometimes all you need is a little word to help you get up out of the bed of depression uh, and out of the, the doldrums of fear and anxiety. Uh, sometimes uh, it's just a word from God uh, that'll pull you up uh, and say, maybe I ain't incurable. Maybe I do have value. Maybe I can go another mile. Somebody ought to be praising God right now. Somebody ought to be praising God right now. Somebody ought to be lifting your voice right now. Ah. 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 Hallelujah. And the specialist that just said a few chapters ago, you're incurable, now begins to say, all thine adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity. (laughs) What's he saying? That devil that's been tormenting you, that devil that's been lying to you, that adversary that's been coming against you day and night, Tormenting your mind, tormenting your children. That adversary that's been wearing you out, he's gonna go into captivity when I come. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! 
that spoil thee shall be a spoil. It means when that enemy came and took everything from you, what he's saying is the words to that song. We're going to go to the enemy's camp. And we're going to take back everything the devil stole. He stole my joy. He stole my peace. He stole my... Hey, when God shows up, you can start taking back what the devil stole. Come on, somebody needs to rejoice in the Holy Ghost right now. upon thee that's P-R-E-Y upon thee will I give for a prey the one that's been eating on you the one that's been keeping you awake gnawing on you said I'm going to turn the tables around you're going to gnaw on him a while You're going to be the aggressor. And then the beautiful part. The specialist. Begins to talk to the the one laying on his bed. He's already been told. Your bruises are incurable. You're... I'm telling you, I've seen it today. I I don't know how he felt on the cross, but I think I may know a little bit. Because the Lord began to let me feel some things. In the spirit realm, that people are carrying. God help us. And he's standing. He just told you, my chart, my chart says my wounds are grievous. That means they're severe. It means they're not going to heal on their own. He stands over the bed. He begins to talk in the 17th verse. He said, I'm going to restore health. Unto thee. And I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. I'm going to take. 
I'm going to take your incurable situation. These things. I prayed, God, who am I preaching to? I prayed today, God, who on earth am I preaching to? The Lord spoke back to me. You're going to preach to everybody in that room tonight. Everybody in that room tonight have got wounds where somebody or something has hurt them. And they think it'll always be that way. have to worry about anybody looking at you because I've been praying and God done told me this is for every body in this room tonight he said he would heal us I was studying studying what what they do when there's a bad wound. I'll tell you what they don't do. It's just give you a little treatment and go away. But when it's dangerous, when it's a bad one, band-aid ain't gonna work. Oh yeah. We're going to get down there to where we're living now. It's people with bad wounds try to get a band-aid. And walk out. And... But when it's bad, they've got a little machine that they hook up to you. And all day... And all night, the specialist is working on it. You got to put it beside your bed. You got to carry it to the shower with you. If you're going to the office, you take it to the office with you.
You wonder why people carry the same thing their whole life. They're wearing out the boxes of band-aids. But they never take the specialist home with them. I didn't think anybody would run right there. But I might run. Let me tell you what will happen if you allow him to work on you. Not for 15 minutes. Not for just people to shake you for five minutes and you walk out. You'll have the same wound that you walked in with. It may numb it for a little bit, uh, but it'll still be with you when you go out there. But if you say, God, I'm incurable, but if you walk with me, Come on, I'm going to preach to you. It may not happen tonight. But if you get hooked up and you take it with you, you're going to realize God's going to heal. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. I need some prayer warriors to travail in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, church. There's people you've been dealing with this your whole life. It's time to get on the road to healing right now. I said it's time to start healing right now. Come on, somebody needs to come get hooked up right now.